Hello and welcome to this NLive's Open for Business podcast platform. My name is Adrian Price, the guy from the university, as I keep saying, with the perfect face for radio. And I host a show every Tuesday from 7 to 9 p.m. called Open for Business. Open for Business celebrates the very best of business in Northampton and Northamptonshire and brings together business, civic, charity and indeed academic leaders to talk about the business environment, to talk about initiatives and projects, especially where, they're, where they are all working together for the good of the community. So enjoy these extended interviews on this podcast. They're now set up as a standalone for you to savour and uh, to learn from some of the movers and shakers in the county. Enjoy. Regular listeners to the show will know that I'm very interested in corporate responsibility and sustainability and all things in that sort of space. And here on the show, we try to celebrate the very best of business, but social, you know, socially responsible business, uh, conscious capitalism or responsible and fair capitalism. Some people call it stakeholder capitalism. Um, I'm delighted to welcome my next guest, who's part of a very interesting professional body called ICRS, the Institute of Corporate Responsibility and Sustainability. And it's a big welcome to one of the partners uh, that are behind the ICRS, partners in a company consultancy called Calmstone, and that's Catherine Van Loo. Catherine, welcome to the show. Um, Hi, Adrian. Corporate responsibility and sustainability. Just give us a little bit of a feel for what that means to you. Um, that's a really good question. Uh, one that's going to be difficult to answer in, in just a minute, but I'll try. I think sometimes it's easier to uh, define it by what it's not, because I see a lot of business being very confused when we say corporate responsibility. What they hear is everything to do with uh, charitable donation, engagement uh, with local communities, uh, which are fantastic. You know, definitely, if business want to give a, a a bit of money to charities at the end of the year, and if they want their, to get their staff to volunteer, that's fantastic. But when I say corporate responsibility or corporate sustainability, that is not what I mean. What I mean is really not how they spend their profit, but how they make their profits. So how do they treat their customers? How do they make sure that their products are environmentally friendly? How do they treat their employees? How do they work with their suppliers to make sure that they respect uh, labor conditions? You know, it's all of these things. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a fascinating area and it's uh, it encompasses a lot of different issues. Yeah, so it goes right back to the strategy and the operation of the business, as you say, not its philanthropic or charitable activities, which of course can be in, in, involved in it in some way. Um, do you see that this sense of responsible capitalism, responsible business, is it, is it growing? Is it getting bigger or is it still a battle to convince companies to try to do the right thing, to do well by doing good? No, it's it's be becoming easier and easier. And there are different drivers for that. Uh, one is legislation. Uh, we see, obviously, whether it's the Modern Slavery Act or everything around the environmental reporting um, regulation, companies have to engage. Uh, so legislation is one big, very important driver. Um, another important driver are investors. Uh, investors are asking companies more and more for ESG information. So ESG would stand here for environmental, social, and governance. And uh, that that we can see this, you know, in my job, I definitely see a lot of uh, companies coming to us for help because their investors are asking for this kind of information. And I guess the third driver is just 
consumers and the general public, uh, everybody is acutely aware of the climate crisis uh, that we're facing. And the public wants to know what businesses are doing to, you know, to, to play their part in solving this crisis. Mm, absolutely. Well, a very well put um, answer. How big roughly is the ICRS then in terms of members, etc.? Right. So we have about 1,200 individual members. We also have a few um, organizational members, about uh, 60 so yeah, it's uh, it's a nice and growing um, uh, institute. How long has it been going? So it was founded in two thousand fourteen, and it's uh, going strong. And yeah, do, yeah. And and Carnstone. So you you're a partner in Carnstone. Just tell us a little bit about Carnstone and and what Carnstone's relationship is with ICRS. Right. Okay. So Carnstone is actually a management consultancy specialized in everything sustainability. And that goes from environmental uh, issue, carbon footprint, all the way down to human rights and diversity and inclusion. So it's really the, the whole sustainability agenda. And um, we are also managing the secretariat for the ICRS. So we're doing a lot of the admin and uh, yeah, all the work behind the scene. Mm. And how did you get to be where you are? What's your sort of career path that you got into this um, this whole space, really? Um, that's interesting. Um, I come uh, initially more from a charity background, actually. Uh, so after a bachelor in uh, French literature, uh, I I realized I really wanted to yeah to make a difference in the world, like, uh, and so I did a master in management science with the intention to work for charities like Greenpeace. Uh, at the time, I was um, quite active in, uh, with Greenpeace and other environmental NGO. Um, what's interesting during my master, um, I realized that uh, rather than working against business like Greenpeace often does for, for very good reason, their job is so important, but rather than working against them, I was much more interested in working with them and helping them to change. Uh, businesses are an incredible level uh, lever for sustainability. You know, if one big business, you know, one big multinational, change something in their processes, this is you know, this is massive. You know, because they they have the scale uh, to change uh, very rapidly. So so yeah. So after my master in management, I decided I wanted to specialize in corporate sustainability. Uh, I joined an organization called Business in the Community, um, did different roles at BITC and eventually moved to Carnstone. Okay, so you come at this with a great deal of passion, which I think is increasingly a word that uh, should be used or is being used in the business context, yes? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of people in this uh, space are incredibly passionate. Uh, but of course, a lot of our job sometimes is to make the business case to people who are a little less interested or is just not at the top of their priority because people have, are very busy. And uh, so, yeah, you want to you wanna bring your passion, but you also want to bring your uh, business acumen. And I think that's the, that's the interesting part is seeing where these two meets. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Business has a great power to improve 
society. I think it has a responsibility. And frankly, I think it has a self-interest because if it doesn't take care of the community in which it operates, from which it recruits, into which it sells, you know, it won't have a particularly strong business in the future. Um, are we seeing then in general a move away from sort of maximizing short-term profits to perhaps taking a longer-term view and a stakeholder view? You, you, is that, I think COVID has accelerated that. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, we, we've been having this conversation uh, uh, for probably decades. It is slowly evolving. I think that definitely COVID has uh, really um, accelerated that conversation. In my opinion, it's not going as fast as I would like. To, I would like, but uh, but it's it's progressing progressing towards the right direction yeah okay well now you know we work together because the university has joined the icrs um, as a corporate member i was a member beforehand along with a couple of other colleagues and uh, we have set up the icrs north hans hub for those people working or interested in this space whether they are academics whether they are students or as you um, point out you know practicing professionals um so this um hub concept that is one that you're launching across the uk is that correct yeah so basically what di is, is trying to do is to help corporate sustainability professional to be the best they can be and to, to really help them to uh you know hone the, the skills that are necessary uh for this job so one of the program we have is the hub program is really about convening professional uh across the UK. And so uh, most of our hubs are based in a specific uh, location. So like the Northampton hub, some hubs also are based on um, community of interest or also uh, um, career experience. So for example, we also have a hub, the Aspire hub that's open for um, people who are just starting their sustainability career or who want to get into the sustainability um, uh, sphere. So yeah, so the, the hub uh, is quite a pop, is quite popular, and it's a great way for corporate sustainability professional to meet uh, other professionals and to get a really safe space to discuss some of the issues that they are facing in uh, their activity in the, their in their career. And you have a lot of resources, don't you, as well for professionals to be able to draw from. Yeah, we've got resource. Um, we've got resource that uh, people can tap into. We also uh, have got a mentoring program, uh, which is run on an annual basis. So we are um, matching mentee and mentors, and that's quite a popular program as well. And it's really a fantastic opportunity to um, just receive guidance and advice from a more experienced professional. Mm. Well, I'm very pleased to say that I um, uh, offered to be a mentor and I have a young lady who works for Tesco in their sustainability reporting as my mentee. And perhaps I should um, try to see if she'd like to come on the um, on the program one day and, and tell us a little bit about that. So ICRS, we've you've got a lot of support. It's for anybody really interested in this space, working in this space. How, what, what are the contact details? What's the website to find out more, Catherine? Sure. So anyone uh, interested can uh, go to the ICRS website. So for all our upcoming events, you can type icrs.info slash events with an S. 
so yeah, the, on there you'll see um, all the upcoming activities, all the upcoming events. Uh, a lot of them are accessible to non-members as well. So if you just want to join, see see what we're all about, um, please do so. Indeed. And our um, next ICRS hub, we had the first meeting for Northamptonshire hub in, gosh, June. I think it was June the 15th. The second one is on the 21st of October from 9 o'clock to 10.30. So um, you're very welcome if you're listening to this and you're in the area and you'd like to know more, you're very welcome to join us. You can write to me. Adrian, A-D-R-I-A-N dot Price, P-R-Y-C-E at Northampton.ac.uk, Adrian dot Price with a Y at Northampton.ac.uk, or you can, of course, go to the ICRS um, website, icrs.info is the main website, but uh, icrs.info forward slash events, and you should be able to access it that way. And um, we work closely with Catherine and her colleagues to, um, to put on these events and raise awareness uh, and offer help and support because the university, as well as me, is very much in support of you know making businesses sustainable and uh, doing well by um, doing good. Um, Catherine, any other you know key messages you'd like to get across about ICRS or about the whole stakeholder and responsible capitalism, responsible business movement? Um, no, I think we've covered uh, quite a few points already. No, just again encouraging people to. Uh, drop us a line if they want to get involved and um, yeah happy to answer any question okay um, by the way you have a lovely accent where are you from originally so I've got a French accent and a Dutch name so uh, you can probably deduce I'm Belgian <laughs> uh, so so yeah I'm from Namur originally and how long have you been living in the UK uh quite a few years eight years actually even though i still have a french accent i'm technically british as of uh as of two months ago so here you go <laughs> oh really so uh, instead of british people trying to become belgian dutch or french under brexit you've been a european union citizen that's become a british citizen yeah there, there are a few of us believe it or not <laughs> <laughs> have you had to renounce your belgian citizenship or can you keep them both together no 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 i'm lucky i can uh keep my european citizenship i yeah I'm, I'm not going to trade that one but that's probably for another show and for another conversation yeah that's another <laughs> conversation but I, I do empathize with you because um, my wife is spanish and um, she has settled status here my children have dual nationality and dual passports which um you know gives them the best of perhaps of, uh, of both worlds indeed so um i'm the one that isn't um I'd have to go and live in Spain for five years to, to apparently to qualify for Spanish uh, citizenship. But, you know, that wouldn't That's, be a hardship. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a, a very difficult uh, challenge. It sounds pretty <laughs> lovely to me. <laughs> no, indeed. Um, you mentioned Carnstone as a management consultancy. What's you know, how do we find out more about Carnstone uh, if people are interested in, in, in your services? Yeah, Carnstone.com. Um, we support Many businesses uh, from different sectors, different size. Uh, and yeah, we offer support all across the sustainability agenda. So uh, yeah, let us know if you need help. We're here uh, to support. So that's Carnstone, C-A-R-N-S-T-O-N-E.com, Carnstone.com for um, management consultancy services in this area of responsible capitalism, or join us in the ICRS North Hans Hub 
and meet Catherine and uh, many others that are really trying to um, to change the world, to do good for the world through business. And that's icrs.info. Um, Catherine, thank you ever so much for coming on the show. Really, Thank you for great, having me. Really great to have an insight into a very important and growing, fast growing trade body, much needed by the world. But I'm pleased to say, I think that the, you know, the tide is turning as you rightly say, investors, consumers, government, um, employees, everybody is looking for business to sort of stand up and be counted um, and do its part in society. And for me, I think, you know, business um, is responding. There are some leading lights. There are some beacons. There are many perhaps that haven't had much time to stop to think about it. But uh, all we can do is keep, you know, putting forward the, the reasons and the arguments, because I think you, like me, believe not only that we should work with business, but actually, you know, your business can be stronger for your shareholders in the long run if you embrace some of these principles and concepts. So um, hopefully we'll have you uh, back on in the future. Tell us how it's going. Tell us a little bit more about the ICRS hub as it grows as we work on that together. So meanwhile, keep safe, keep well, and many thanks, Catherine. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that interview. There are plenty more here on the podcast platform. And of course, you can always listen on uh, live on Tuesday evenings from 7 to 9 p.m. on NLive Radio 106.9 FM or digitally via nliveradio.com. Um, if you'd like to know more about the radio station, please do look at nliveradio.com. And um, we're always looking for support from the community and further afield. So if you'd like to support us, please go to nliveradio.com slash support us. So until next time, thank you very much again for listening.